0: The reading is taken from John chapter 6, verses 25 to 35. Jesus, the bread of life. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed the seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the work of God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of the Lord.
1: I am the bread of life. That's what Jesus says. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, will never thirst. Amazing things that Jesus is saying. And I want to come back to that in a moment. But I want to start by reading a psalm. Psalm 65. I'm reading it in the Message Translation. So it will be different to uh, probably how you've read it in your Bibles if you've ever read this psalm before. But the message version is a new translation helping us to to see some of God's word in a different light because often we read words and we we become so used to them that actually to hear it described differently helps us. So this is Psalm 65. Praise to you, Zion-dwelling God. Blessed are the chosen. Blessed the guest at home in your place, we expect our fill of good things in your house. All your salvation wonders are on display in your trophy room, earth tamer, ocean pourer, mountain maker, hill dresser, muzzler of sea storm and wave crash, of mobs in noisy riot. Far and wide they'll come to a stop, they'll stare in awe, in wonder. Dawn and dusk take turns calling, come and worship. Oh, visit the earth. Ask her to join the dance. Deck her out in spring showers. Fill the God River with living water. Paint the wheat fields golden. Creation was made for this. Drench the ploughed fields. Soak the dirt clods with rainfall as harrow and rake bring her to blossom and fruit. Snow crown the peaks with splendor. Scatter rose petals down your paths. All through the wild meadows, rose petals. Set the hills to dancing. Dress the canyon, canyon, canyon walls with live sheep. A drape of flax across the valleys. Let them shout and shout and shout. Oh, let them sing. And this is a psalm of praise, of abundance, of who God is in creation. We can stand in awe at creation of what God has made, and that is a great starting point. And that is what this psalm is all about. It's a psalm that speaks of a God of abundance and majesty and plenty, who is involved in the whole of creation. He still is part of it, and we see him reflected in what he has made. And all of creation worships him. It's phenomenal, isn't it? So we contrast Psalm 65 and that amazing picture of majesty and glory and splendor with John chapter 6, where Jesus stands and says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry, who, whoever believes in me will never thirst. And that promise comes in the sense of God the creator, of all that he has made. And that is what is phenomenal, because when we look at what God has made, we see him give in abundance. And we can stand in awe and wonder as we look at it. And yet, Jesus says, this is you know, the vast into the detail and the intricate, in your own life, you can know that vastness. I am the bread and you will never hunger. In Jesus, we have everything we need. We will never thirst again. And that is a promise that we can hold against what we see in creation, that what God has done in creation, he will do in our lives. He has made us and we are as beautiful as everything else that he has made. And we can know him working within us, filling us, giving us everything we need in every aspect of our lives. So why do I not know that every day in my life? Why do I feel hungry? Why do I feel thirsty? Because the promise is there in the Bible. And that is the challenge because Jesus has said, this is the reality. And I can look at a mountain and say, wow, God, you're an amazing creator. And I can look at Jesus' promise and say, I never need to hunger, I never need to thirst. And yet I don't live in the reality of that. I live hungering. And I live thirsting. So I just want to spend a short time thinking, what can we do to claim that promise? How can we live our lives and and make some changes to our lives so that we can claim that promise and live in the reality of never hungering? and never thirsting, and living with the abundance of God flowing through our lives. Three things, but they all involve slowing down and stopping. And I think that's the problem. I think our lives are filled with stuff. And the slowing down and stopping is difficult. And these three disciplines, habits, involve us to slow down and to stop. So that's the underpinning thing of what I want to say. that if you want to take this seriously, you're going to have to go away and think, how can I slow down and stop? But three ways in which we can begin to experience that promise of Jesus as a reality in our life. Gratitude, rejoicing and marvelling. Or thank you, whoopee, and wow. Gratitude. Stopping and saying thank you. Stopping and saying, thank you, God, for who you are and what you have given me. There's something, a practice called the examine. And this is a practice that many, many people over centuries have used, where at night time you spend a couple of minutes before you fall asleep looking back over the day. And just reflecting on where God has been obvious in your life, or even not so obvious, But as you look back with hindsight, you can think, God, yes, you were there. And saying thank you. Thank you, God, for the sun flowing through the window at this moment. Thank you for that robin that sat on my spade. Thank you for the smile of a neighbour, of a friend. Thank you for good food. The examine, the discipline of gratitude, allows us to recognise where God has been abundant in our lives. And we can respond by saying thank you. But more than just our response, it allows us to see where we have missed God at work. So some people do that once a day. I did hear somebody um, speak and how they do that every hour because they then refocus their life. Because we can go through the whole day not actually thinking about God, but to stop every hour and say, where have I seen you at work in the last hour, God certainly changes our mindset, doesn't it? I then heard a podcast where someone was doing it every 15 minutes as a discipline and had set their watch to vibrate every 15 minutes to stop and say, thank you, God. I don't mind how you do it. But a discipline of stopping to say thank you allows us to recognise the abundance of God. So that's thank you. Rejoicing, or the whoopee, I couldn't think of a better word, is to open our eyes and see. When I am going about my daily business, am I going with my eyes open or my eyes closed? Not literally. But am I so focused on the tasks in hand that I am not looking at what is around me, the beauty of what is around me? We live in a beautiful place, but even in the inner city, we see signs of God at work. Opening our eyes and seeing and rejoicing just loving it whoopee allows us to see the abundance of god but that might mean we have to slow down a little bit instead of rushing actually slow and lift our eyes from the ground upwards and notice what is around us and then thirdly give ourselves time to marvel to say wow and that might take longer it might take us to actually set aside some time. Maybe to go for a walk on a Saturday morning. To go to a place that we know means something to us, where we do spend time with God. We often not have special places where it feels that God is more present than in other places. And that discipline of saying it's important that I revisit those places. I love the view from Paul's in Lacey House, just looking out. And whenever I go to Poles and Lacey, I think, wow. Whenever I go to the top of Chinthurst Hill, which isn't often enough, I can say, wow. Do I allow myself the time to stop and to say, wow? Holy Trinity School in Guildford has several values. And one of their values is this. It's called heaven in the moment. Encouraging children to find heaven in the moment. To stop and to say, Wow. And to recognize that in those moments, God is there. What a fantastic value for every child in that school to recognize the value of wow. Have we lost that sense of wonder? How can we regain that sense of wonder? So if I want to know Jesus as the bread of life, I can't leave it all to him. Because he's given me the promise and he is that. The problem is with me. The problem is with me accessing that promise and allowing him to fill me in the way that he longs to do so. So maybe you can go away this week and think, how can I say thank you? How can I say whoopee? And how can I say wow? And stop and wonder at the abundance of a God who gives us plentifully and a saviour who gives us everything we need. I'm really pleased that Hermione is here today, not least because of the cakes that she's made. And we've all enjoyed those, thank you so much. But Hermione had an amazing opportunity in the summer to go to Africa. And we heard about this before she went, and you may remember we had an African evening with a quiz and an African meal. And Hermione's now going to come and share some of her experiences. Thank you, Hermione. It's so good on Harvest, because Harvest is about all of God's world, all that he has made. So to hear about another part of the world that God is involved in. Thank you so much. I'm going to hand over to Hermione.
2: Good morning, everyone. So, as Debbie said, and as many of you may remember, back in January, I organised an African-themed quiz night with my friend Josie Wakefield, which was such an incredible success. I was so overwhelmed and grateful for everyone's support during the event, and your generous donations allowed me to take part in a volunteer's expedition to Zambia and Botswana with my school. Our school has a wonderful link with the Chisi Abulungu Primary School in southern Zambia and two years ago a group of St Cat's girls um, went out to build a school for the children there. After seeing the incredible need for more help and funding for the school and the village children um, we decided to go back this summer to help build a preschool for the younger children there. After a long eight hour bus drive down very dusty dirt tracks um, our arrival in Chisi was something I will always remember, I'll never forget it. As we drove up towards the school, we were literally swarmed by this wave of children who suddenly surged up to see us, running alongside the bus and cheering for us all. I have to say that I don't often cry, but I had tears welling up because I was so touched by their gratitude and their happiness um, to see us there, and they were just so enthusiastic. It was amazing. When we arrived, we received a wonderful um, welcome ritual where all the local villagers came out to greet us, and the local governor, who seemed like a bit of a local celebrity, gave us a welcome speech, and all the children sang and danced for us. They were amazing dancers and singers, and um, yeah, they prepared for weeks to impress us, so it was an extremely special moment. Um, the school was composed of several classrooms, a dining area, a pump, a garden, and the headmaster's house. Um, we, set up, we set up our tents just off the site, watched adoringly by crowds of children. Our first day of construction started with some local builders, um, and the foundations of the preschool was meant to have already been built, but it wasn't, so we did it instead, but it was fine. Um, The work was tough and very physical, especially under the hot Zambian sun, um, as we mixed cement, carried bricks, and relayed buckets of water from the pump. But it was obviously all really worth it, and the children even came out to help us in between their lessons and their break times. As well as the construction of the preschool, we were also able to go into the classrooms and teach the children lessons and songs. Their eagerness to learn anything we could tell them was really touching, and it made me realise just how privileged we are in this country to have such a wonderful education. Um, We taught them weather, adjectives, emotions, and general English vocab, and one of the songs we taught the kids was the Continent Song, and one day when I was standing by the pump getting some water, I could see them all running home singing the Continent Song, which was really sweet. Um, most, of the en- most of the lessons we ended up singing and we taught them some great English classics like Row, Row, Row Your Boat and ring a ring of roses and Duck, Duck, Goose and in turn they sang lots of their local songs. Um, the best moment of the whole trip for me was when we started singing and dancing the conga in the classroom and then we all ran outside dancing and singing together and it was really fun and it made the children really happy. Um, I also brought out some pens and pencil cases and books with me from England, and the children were so excited when I started to hand them out. They literally swarmed around me and they couldn't get enough of them. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and overall, it was an extraordinary experience, and I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to do something so worthwhile and touch the lives of so many people in um village. And I'm just so grateful to everyone who made it possible for me to go on this life-changing trip, everyone who helped out during the quiz, and to those who made such a big effort to come. So I'm really, really grateful. And I definitely want to do something like this in the future for my job and maybe go back to Chiswick one day. So, yeah, just, just as a small token of my appreciation, I made lots of cakes just to say thank you. So please help yourself if you haven't had one already. And, yeah, thank you for listening. So thank you.